Welcome to Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. My name is James, and I hope you are doing wonderful today. Uh, spring is right around the corner, and I don't know about you. Um, I know a lot of you live in uh, places that seasons don't change all too much. I know we have some listeners in uh, California, had a listener uh, just the other day from Brazil. And so when I say this, this may not sound too much uh, important to you, but those of you uh, that listen from Pennsylvania and Minnesota and Maryland and uh, the like, this may this may encourage you. Uh, spring is right around the corner. Uh, as I told you before, I live in Northeast Pennsylvania. And so uh, it was one degree um, about two mornings ago. And so I am I am definitely having some spring fever uh, going on right now. I like to cook on the grill and um, do some barbecue, and uh, I have some ribs in the freezer that I just want to get done, and uh, I can't wait for spring. I'd much rather cut grass than shovel snow, and then not that I I hate winter, but uh, the older I get, I'm not liking the cold, and maybe you could uh, relate to that, but uh, I just can't wait for spring and summer to get here. Uh, get the pool back up. Yes, I live in an area where our pool uh, goes up and down every year. It's not that big, um, but um, I just can't wait. And so hopefully you're doing well. Hopefully you're doing well with your walk with the, the Lord. And that is our aim here. Uh, I, I just want to help you grow in your walk with the Lord, help you to process things, help you to uh, just learn and grow and maybe um just grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus. And that's just our, our aim there. And so hopefully uh, we've been able to help you with that. If you've been tuning in for uh, some episodes, if you're new and this is the first episode, uh, thank you uh, so much for uh, tuning in and hopefully it'll be a blessing to you. We've been talking about anxiety over the last three episodes. And today um, with this episode, uh, we're going to bring that to a close. And so uh, our next episode won't be on anxiety. Uh, and so we're going to just finish it up. And what we've done is, uh, if you don't know, if you haven't taken a listen, uh, anxiety part one and part two is all about what you know, different things that cause anxiety in our life that that foster anxiety with a within us from a, a spiritual standpoint, uh, if you would. And then uh, anxiety part three, uh, we started looking at ways where we could battle back against anxiety, fight anxiety in our life. We we talked about seeking forgiveness. We talked about trusting. Uh, thinking uh, instead of feeling uh, about things. And then we also ended uh, our last episode talking about be still uh, from Psalm 46 verse 10, where uh, the author says, be still and know that I am God. And one of the ways that we can fight anxiety is to be still. And that those words be still is talking about an internal stillness as opposed to an external stillness. And then I tried to leave you off with a little bit of a, a cliffhanger, if you would, because if you listen to that uh, podcast, you're probably asking yourself, well, how am I supposed to be still when I'm anxious? Like that just kind of sounds like an oxymoron, kind of like jumbo shrimp. Like how am I supposed to be still when I'm anxious? Because anxiety causes us not to be still. That Our mind's racing, our emotions are racing, uh, our heart is racing, all these types of things within are racing, but yet scripture calls us to be still. And I kind of did that on purpose, hoping that you, you tune into this episode. Um, and the reason we're able to be still, it takes us to our next thing that we're able to do to help fight about back against anxiety. And it's the second part of Psalm 
46 verse 10, which says, Be still and know that I am God. The reason we're able to be still is when we know that God is God. A couple episodes ago, I told you that one of the things that causes our anxiety is that we forget that God is God. One of the ways that we battle back and fight against anxiety in our lives is that we know that God is God. I told you last episode that the phrase be still, it means to take our hands off of the wheel. We're not good at that, are we? If you're like me, you like to have your hand on the wheel. You like to have some sense of control. You want to you want to be able to drive. You want to be able to turn when you want to turn, to stop when you want to stop, and, and things along those lines. You and I, we keep our hands on the wheel because we don't know God. Or we keep our hands on the wheel because we're not growing in our knowledge of God. You see, in Psalm 46, verse 10, God says, Be still and know that I am God. And that that is a command. He's commanding us to be still. And don't forget that when God commands us to do something, he also enables us to do it. And so when God calls us to be still, he also enables us to be still. He calls us to know that he is God. And because of Jesus, because of his life, his death, his resurrection, because of the way the Holy Spirit works within us, we're able to know God. We are literally able to know that he is God. And that's what we're called to do. In the midst of your anxiety, in the midst of my anxiety, God calls us to be still and know that he is God. See, God calls us, he goes, get to know me. I think back to when uh, my wife and I have been together for, uh, we've been married almost 19 years now, but we've been together just over 20 years. And I remember way back when um, we started dating, cell phones weren't a thing yet. Uh, You you know, if you wanted to send a message to somebody, uh, you, you had to write it out in a note and, you know, pass it over to them in school. I remember sitting on the phone at uh, my house, and we would be on the phone for hours just talking about everything and anything. And sometimes there was just silence. We didn't say anything. We were just doing whatever we were doing and at our own homes, and, and we were just on the phone. like. And we spent so much time talking, and in that talking, we were getting to know each other, knowing who we are, our likes, uh, the things that we do, the things that we don't do, the things that we like, the things that we don't like, everything along those lines. God calls you and I to get to know him, to grow in knowing him, to know that he is God. Because here's the thing, when you know that God is God, when you're growing in your knowledge of God, you know what that enables you to do? It enables you to trust him more. And when we get to the point where we trust God and we sit back and we know that God is God and that God is in control of everything, even in the midst of our anxiety, we can trust him and go, you know what? He's God. And because he's God and because he's in control of this, I don't have to worry about it because God's in control of it. I can take my hands off the wheel and I can be still because he has it all. He's going to be in control of it. I don't have to put my hands on the wheel. God's going to take care of it because he's God and I'm not. And that's what God is calling you and I to do in our anxiety. We fight back against our anxiety when we know God, when we get to know him. And so let me ask you this. Do you know God? Are you growing in your knowledge of God? 
Do you know how God talks with you? How God works in your life? Do you know how God has worked in your life? Do you know how God tries to communicate with you? Do you know what God has has and is doing in your life where you're building and growing that relationship with him because as we trust god as we know him more and more anxiety starts to melt away the waves calm because our mind is not divided it's solely focused in in on god and we trust him we're not doubting god We're not going, oh, God, why are you turning here? God, why are you turning there? God, maybe you're tired and you need a nap. Let me drive. We're not doing any of that stuff. We're trusting him. And because we know that he is God, we can be still. And so how do you fight back against anxiety? Get to know God and grow in that. Grow in that daily knowledge of who God is and how he works and why he works. And that helps anxiety melt away. But that's not the only thing that you and I can do to battle against, battle back against anxiety. What we can also do is pray and be thankful. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, Peter says this, Cast your cares, and that word cares is the Greek word that can also be translated anxiety. And so we could say, cast your anxieties on him, because he cares for you. That's what Peter says. He says, cast your cares, your anxieties, on God because he cares for you. When anxiety comes in your life, that means it's time for you to pray. Did you know that? The word cast there that Peter used, it means to throw, to get rid of. Uh, when my son, and, and maybe you have kids like this too, they come home from school and they just throw their stuff everywhere. A book bag goes over here, the lunchbox goes over there. My one kid, he throws his socks off in there. Sometimes he throws his socks and they end up in like the clean clothes pile that my wife had like folded throughout the day. And it's like, he's just throwing stuff everywhere. Well, that's what the word cast means. It means to throw, to get rid of. But oftentimes what we do with our anxiety is we, we throw it to Jesus and then we take it back and we leave with it. Peter's saying, no, cast your cares, cast your anxiety onto God and leave it there with him. Like, don't take it back with you. It's not a yo-yo. Just leave it there with him. And when anxiety is coming, that means it's time for you to be in prayer. You really need to be in prayer. Martin Luther used to say, you know, pray about it and let God worry about it. Now, God doesn't need to worry because he's God. He doesn't have to worry. Martin Luther is just saying, you know, pray about it and then don't worry about it. God is in control of it. He really is in control of all of this. And that's what you have to remember. We need to be praying about the things. So often we get anxious about things, but we never take it to the Lord in prayer. We don't give it to him. We try to handle everything ourselves. We think, well, if nothing else works, then I'll pray about it. No, pray about it first. But also in your prayer, you need to be thankful because thankfulness helps us battle back against anxiety. Because as we're thankful, you know what we're doing? We're remembering and realizing all that God has done for us. That as we're thankful, we can look back at past times where anxiety was getting the better of us and see how God provided. See how God worked in the midst of all of that. You know, I just drove down the East Coast with my family and, you know, driving down, you know, a 16-hour drive with everybody in the car, you get a little bit anxious. You know, is the tire going to 
blow out? Is something going to happen with the car? You know, we did, we saw a car on fire in Florida. Uh, are we going to get in an accident? And you have those, those worries, those cares, uh, those anxieties, if you will. But the more you, you, you're thankful, and I always do this while I drive, multiple times in an hour, I'll, I'll just start praying, oh, Lord, thank you for getting us this far. Thank you for uh, keeping us safe in this situation, in that situation. And it just constantly reminds us that God is there, that we're thanking him because he's actually doing something. And it reminds us that God is in the in working in our anxiety and so maybe your anxiety is at a point and it's really really harming you in one way or another i would encourage you to pray about it and i would encourage you to take some time to be thankful to look at your life your present life your past life maybe even your future life with christ coming back in heaven and things along those lines and just thank him for who he is and what he has done in your life. It really does help with anxiety. It helps us to enable to see him and rest in him and rest in the fact that God is God, that he does care for us and that we can trust him because he is trustworthy. And here's another thing for you. Jesus talks about this in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Jesus tells us to seek his kingdom first. Oftentimes, and I'll just lay this one at your feet today, oftentimes anxiety will come in our lives because we're seeking our kingdom, we're seeking our will, we're seeking our wants first and foremost and not the Lord's. Jesus tells us to seek his kingdom first. You see, as we seek his kingdom first, then everything is up to the Lord. We're, we're leaving everything in his hands. We're not trying to uh, seek our kingdom because what happens is when we seek our kingdom, you know what it is? Our minds become d- divided. We get anxious. Well, should I do this for me or should I do this for the Lord? You know, I really want to accomplish this in my life, but I don't know if it's what God wants me to do, so I'm going to do it anyways. And then we're anxious. Our mind is divided between God's will and our will. Or our minds are divided between God's glory and our glory. Our minds are divided between God's schedule for our our lives or our schedule for our lives. And so we get anxious because our minds are divided. And so if you really want to battle back against anxiety, look at your life and ask you this question. Am I trying to live for my, my kingdom first and foremost? Or am I trying to seek and live for God's kingdom first and foremost? Because to help you battle back against anxiety means to seek God's kingdom first and foremost. But there's one last thing I want to share with you in our four-part series on anxiety. And what that is, is this. Rest in today. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 34, Jesus says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Some of you are not worried about what is taking place or what might take place today. You're worried about what's going to take place next week. You're worried about what's going to take place in a couple months. Maybe you have a surgery lined up. Maybe you have a doctor's appointment for a spouse or family member, maybe a child, and you're worried about that. Or maybe you know you have a job review in a couple months and you're anxious about it. Maybe you're in uh, school and you know that finals are going to be at the end. You're like, oh, I really need to get this a good grade. And you're worried about the future. Well, Jesus tells us not to be worried about that. He goes, worry about today. 
He's like, if you're going to worry about anything, worry about today. Like, take care of today. Like, be in today, right? Rest in today. Jesus is telling us, stop worrying about next Friday or, you know, five months down the road. And the reason being is because you're not there yet. Jesus is, but you're not there. I'm not there. We need to live today. And here's why. God has given you grace and mercy for this day. The day that you're listening to this, God has given you a tremendous amount of grace and mercy for the things that you are and have been going through for this day. God has not given you grace and mercy for tomorrow yet. And the reason he hasn't done that is because it's not tomorrow yet. He will give you grace and mercy for tomorrow, but he'll give it to you tomorrow. But he's given to you what you need today for today. And so often when we're thinking about what is going to take place in four months from now, we miss out on what God has given to us for this day. And we miss out on God's goodness and his grace and his call for our lives on this day because we're so worried about what's going to take place five months down the road. And Jesus is like, you know what? In five months, I'll give you the grace and mercy you need for then. But now let's just get through today. And we need to rest in today and be mindful of God's goodness and his grace for today and allow God to take care of tomorrow when tomorrow comes. And so I really hope that these episodes on anxiety have been a blessing to you. And if they have, please please let us know. Praying for you. Uh, I know anxiety is not the easiest thing to, to fight against in the battle. Um, but Jesus is greater than anxiety. And if you battle anxiety, you struggle with anxiety, I encourage you, uh, maybe you need to talk to a doctor, maybe a pastor, maybe a community group uh, in your church, get plugged in with a church, um, grow your relationship with the Lord. Um, Christianity, let me back up. If you battle anxiety, it doesn't mean you're less of a Christian or less than a person. It happens in this broken and sinful world. But Jesus is greater than anxiety. And build your relationship with him. Know him better. Trust him more. And that does a, it helps a whole lot in your battle with anxiety. And so hopefully you can do that. Um, praying for you. And uh, we pray that you have a great and wonderful day. And that you grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. You take care.